0: Time for us to check in with Vaughn Palmer on this Friday and find out what is going on out there in the world of politics. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simmy. All right, let's start with John from Langford.
1: Yeah, so John from Lankford, the most famous lay Irish member of the BC Legislature, John Horgan, uh, is going to mark St. Patrick's Day by handing in his notice of resignation. He announced this yesterday at an event in his riding. Uh, the resignation uh, for Horgan takes effect uh, March 31st. So that starts the clock, uh, six months on a by-election call.
0: Okay. And he's not the only one, though.
1: No, he says uh, his understanding is that Melanie Mark in uh, DPMLA uh, has also indicated uh, that she will hand in her resignation, effective March 31st. So... If you take a look at the calendar, six months to call a by election. So, uh, people in Langford and the Vancouver riding, Mount Pleasant, uh, would be voting no later than late September, early October. The campaign itself is a 28 day window, so it depends on what day the premier calls it. So, fall by election, unless. Um, Oh, there's other things could happen. The premier could go to an early spring election. He could do something very unusual, which has a have a by-election in the middle of summer. That doesn't usually happen, but that's the timetable laid out. And as I said, Horgan uh, is himself starting the clock on it all, uh, handing in his resignation today and uh, St. Patrick's Day. I, I lost track, Simi, of the number of times that John Horgan reminded us that he was Irish, usually, <laughs> usually in the context of losing his temper. And <laughs> a colleague whose husband is Irish, um, the husband once said, if I hear Horgan blame his bad temper on being Irish one more time, I'm going to punch him in the face. <laughs> so... Anyway, that's a good one. Uh, Irish have a very good sense of humor, happily, and uh, sometimes they need it.
0: Yes, they do. Okay, so that takes effect March 31st, along with Melanie Mark's uh, resignation. So that's on one side of the aisle. What about the other?
1: Well, uh, Mike Morris, uh, Liberal MLA uh, for the past 10 years for Prince George, uh, went out to this week as well and said he's not running again. So he's not giving up his seat before the election But he isn't running again. Morris, hmm, roughly 70 years old. And, you know, he's been a bit at odds with the B.C. liberals on forestry issues over the last couple of years. Yeah, he Morris praised the New Democrats for their effort to preserve more biodiversity in the forests. Morris is a trapper, a great lover of nature. And as I said, he he put himself a bit at odds with the liberals. Um, well, back in 2021, uh, by saying, oh, the government is on the right track and trying to protect biodiversity in the House. Uh, And, you know, the New Democrats have at times drawn reference to that as a split in the Liberals. Uh, Back in those days, uh, the Liberals covered themselves by saying, well, you know, we uh, permit some diversity of views within our big tent party and uh, not something they've always asserted, just ask former Liberal M L. A. John Rustad, but in the case of Morris, uh, they said, No, no, he's allowed to have a different view from us on this issue.
0: Okay, so he is that's but that's not until the next election.
1: No, that's that's not until his next election. You know the 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 thing about that is um the, the election is on the schedule for the fall of 2024. And by this time, you would normally see, this far ahead of an election, you would normally see the opposition in particular starting to organize writing associations, uh, starting to have nominating meetings, but we're in a period of transition at the moment. So um, there's a an independent election boundaries commission that reports out next month and that will redraw the the boundaries of a number of B.C. constituencies. So you don't want to nominate people to run in constituencies that won't be the same next time. So the parties are holding off on that. And the other thing, of course, is the Liberals have agreed to change their name but they haven't announced the timetable for doing that. So we're kind of uh, we're in a state of flux at the moment around uh, the next election, around nominating candidates and around even the name um, of the ridings and of the name under which the liberals will be running for re-election.
0: The name change thing And still not re-election, me.
1: by the way. Yeah. Uh, Election. (laughs) (laughs) That hasn't been the case since 2017, and some liberals still wake up and screaming about the results of that election.
0: (laughs) Six years later. Um, Though you make a good point, though, when when it comes to this name change thing, I still don't get it because life goes on. And every day that goes by where they haven't actually changed the name to me makes the argument about how necessary was this name change to begin with.
1: Yeah, so you try to f- you you get the official explanation is it takes time to do all the paperwork and change the letterheads and all that. That's the official explanation. The real reason is they believe there's still a good chance that Premier David Eby will call a snap early election and that he'll do it in part to catch the liberals unprepared so they don't want to be halfway through the big advertising campaign that they'll have to launch to tell everybody they have a new name and then suddenly discover that oh actually it's going to be we're going to have to run under the old name in an election that the premier's called with 28 days notice so i think what you're seeing is they're going to go through the legislature session until the window slams on the last chance for a spring election. And that date is approaching. You're not going to go much. Um, You're not going to spill into summer for an election. So um, then I think they will launch the name change exercise, say, in June, with a view to being under a new name uh, by the fall, in case there's an early election in fall, I mean the premier has a series of windows between now and the actual date, which is October 2024, and there's sort of spring and fall dates. Um, premier Eby said this week again uh, he believes in the fixed election date. He has no plans for an early election. He doesn't believe people want one, and you know the Liberals say, yeah, well <laughs> John Horgan used to say that too until he called one. So. I think that's what's going on. Um, If you think of the reasons that the premier might change his mind on an early election, I mean, it's getting harder and harder for him to do that because we've all got all the denials. Uh, Catching the opposition unprepared is still going to be one of the reasons. And the other one is going to be that, you know, being able to hand out checks every week uh, out of the budget surplus, uh, this is as good as it's going to get for a premier. Ah, yeah. Yeah, and and you know so you put all that in and the opposition says you know we were burned last time cuz a lot of the liberals in 2020 their their party's postmortem on what went wrong for them in that campaign and pretty much everything went wrong Um, That postmortem said that the problem started with a bunch of liberals refusing to accept the signs that Horgan was thinking of an early election in 2020, so the party was caught completely unprepared. A bunch of liberals have determined that's not going to happen to them again, although, Simi, what you just said, planning to change your name without having done it, isn't exactly, to me, a sign of preparedness.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Waiting to see what we'll do it now, we'll do it then, we'll do. It. I don't know. It just seems like every day that goes by, it becomes less and
1: less uh, necessary. The, the party formerly known as the BC Liberals. It's sort of like uh, what was it? When did Prince change his name at one point? Yeah.
0: Yes, it was the. He was like the symbol, and then he was like the artist formerly known as Prince.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, so uh, this is the party sort of formerly known as the BC Liberals, <laughs> but uh, we're thinking of changing our name, but we haven't actually done it yet.
0: So true. Uh, when it comes to John Horgan, John from Langford, then what's he going to do now? Oh
1: <laughs> he's very funny yesterday, and you know he he's a charmer, whatever else you thought of him as premier, and so he gets a couple of questions from the media yesterday, and the first one is, what about Betty from Souk? So Horgan used to joke over the years that there was a a, a supplier of uh, a formerly illicit drug no longer uh, in known as Betty from Souk, and he'd make joking references to her. So somebody asked him yesterday, uh, so uh, why isn't Betty from Souk here at this big announcement? Because Horgan was presiding with Adrian Dix at the announcement of a big um, uh, urgent care and primary uh, care center in Souk. And Horgan said, I don't have to answer those questions anymore <laughs> to the media. I'm, not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm going, right? So I don't have to do it anymore. And, and Dick's jokes, because it was a day for joking, that John Horgan has done more farewell tours than The Who. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's actually a good one. That's not a bad one. <laughs> anyway, at the end of it, he does get asked the question, well, what's next? And he said, well, I'm going to go on living in suit. One of my kids lives here, and I'm wedded to the community. Um, but he said, you know, I'm not going away completely. And he's already told us that he's interested in a federal job that maybe the prime minister when he clears off his desk if he ever does uh, might get around to uh, giving hmm. john something to do so i think it's possible his name has been brooded about in connection with being canada's next ambassador to ireland um what a if job the irish forgive him for all his remarks about bad-tempered <laughs> irishmen maybe that's where he's headed
0: what a job that would be all right vaughn thank you
1: bye-bye Simon.